Well, our football coverage is uh, sponsored by the following uh, businesses that are helping us bring you all these fantastic football season we're about to bring you. So I want to start out with Kyoto Transmissions and Repair. They're a brand new sponsor. Uh, super happy to have them on board. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton Manufacturing. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent of Kyoto, Iowa. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Brake Sports Cards, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, and if you want to uh, help sponsor one of the teams, give us a call. We'll put you right in there. We are talking Fairfield Trojan football with Coach Wheaton. Welcome program, Coach. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, we're just going to kind of go over the position by position. You are one of the teams that probably has a lot of uh, – uh, at least key players to replace, if not just a whole volume of players to replace. Uh, uh, well, we're just going to start out with the quarterback. Uh, talk to me about who uh, I, I think your quarterback graduated, and uh, or maybe I'm wrong about that, but you probably have some quarterbacks and some backup quarterbacks you guys are looking at right now. Yeah, we graduated. Tate uh, Allen played for us uh, last couple of years, uh, so he moved on. You know, the quarterback position for us this year is really a competition. We just just got done with with uh, fall camp. Had two or three guys um, that really competed and showed well. Uh, we thought in camp, so it'll be interesting to see um, kind of where it all shakes out um, in terms of who's healthy, kind of where we move guys. But two two upperclassmen um, and then uh, uh, an incoming junior um, are really are really looking strong at that position right now. Well, who are these guys? Oh, um, I don't, you don't want to give away all my secrets, Dave. Well, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> no, we're going to have I'm a show, just, I guess. I'm just I, I mean, coming out for the couple uh, of them. In, incoming senior, Landon Nodriff. Landon, Landon's never played the position for us. Good athlete for us. Um, so we, we moved him from the receiver position in. Uh, we're really working on throwing a football with him. Um, Kaysen Miller uh, is a potential opportunity for us. Kaysen has been injured, uh, was recently cleared. So we're looking kind of at him in terms of being able to uh, come in. And then Wyatt Johnson, who actually played quarter the quarterback position for us last year uh, on the JV team, looks very good in camp. Um, so those three are really the main guys. We do have an incoming freshman, um, Bob Richardson, who played really well uh, throughout his middle school career coming in for that fresh, uh, fresh soft team. So name-wise, we feel really good about what they're doing, but um, there's nothing set in stone. We're not, we haven't made any decisions yet. We'll see what happens when we put the pads on. Well, uh, let's talk about your running backs. Yeah, yeah, we're excited about our backs. Um, got a couple, um, got a couple uh, good-sized kids. Fullback um, Carter Moore. Carter's a senior for us this year. Actually played the uh, offensive line, played that quick guard, pulling guard position for us last year. Carter spent a great deal amount of time uh, in the weight room this fall, or excuse me, this off season, and. Um, just looks really good at that position. Uh, at the at the two back or tailback, we got a couple different options. We've again, it's a it's really an open position for us. We saw some guys, Casey Miller, we saw there uh, during camp. Uh, Luke Conzal, we saw there during camp. We really liked what we saw in, in terms of that. We could see Talon Bates back there. So we've got some options in the backfield: quarterback, fullback, running back. We're really happy with where we're at right now, but um, it's early, and we got to wait till we put the pads on and. And we know it's going to be a competitive situation, which we like. Well, uh, let's talk about the, the 
the tight end. You got a big one to replace. Yeah, big big one to replace. Uh, you know, a lot of what you guys was able to use that tight tight end position to, uh, uh, for a big party run. Yeah, I love the tight end position. Um, our staff loves the tight end position. Um, and so this year you'll continue to see us use, um, and, and this year we'll probably use a, in some, in some instances, a two tight end set, you know, cause we've got some good, some good players there. Luke Conzel, who I mentioned earlier, um, could play, uh, that tight, that's that strong end position. Sam Wheaton, incoming senior, uh, will play that tight end position. We really like what, what he does with his hand on the ground, uh, both physically in the run game and certainly in the passing game. Um, so we feel really good. Dylan Adam, uh, right behind, right, right behind them uh, in terms of where he's at. And then some of the younger guys are, are looking very favorable to Aiden Porter, uh, was playing for us there during camp, uh, incoming, uh, sophomore. So we're, we're excited about, um, you know, that position as well. And then work your way into the, to the, uh, to the big guys up front. Um, I'm just really excited about what we have up front this year. We've got good size, good mobility. Well, um, well let's talk about the wideouts before we go there. Oh, you want to talk about <laughs> That's fine. Wideouts, uh, big one for us. Bodie Hoskins coming back uh, for us this year. Talon Bates leading the charge. Those two guys, uh, incoming seniors, um, we're excited about the, the experience that they got last year uh, in terms of being able to to run some some really good routes and have some precision care out there when we throw the football. So those two will lead the charge. Uh, below them, we don't have much uh, in terms of depth chart right now. We'll see a bunch of guys as we put pads on and, and go into the season. All right, well, look, Utah, I mean, that is my favorite part of the game, offensive and defensive line. I just kind of like that yeah. trench warfare. So uh, let's talk about it. That's, if that's something you want to highlight, let's hear about it. That's, what, that's my favorite, uh, one of my favorite parts. I love spending time with them. Um, you know, I think this year, something to mention that I'm really excited about, we added uh, a new assistant coach. Our, our offensive line, defensive line coach moved on from last year, and so we hired a new offensive defensive line coach, Matt Jones. Uh, Matt's been with the program before. He was actually the head coach before I took over uh, five years ago. Matt is coming in and, and will be our offensive and defensive line coach, and we have just seen a monumental uh, impact that he's made already coming in into camp. So we're really excited about the precision and, and uh, fundamental focus that Matt brings uh, to the kids. But when you talk about these guys, we're, we're just really excited. Brandon Brinkschroeder, Logan Johnston, Antonio Manning, uh, Carter Moore. Um, you know, these guys are putting in a ton of work. Caden Allison uh, plays center for us. Uh, these guys just have some really good size, really good mobility. And what I saw in camp last week, um, they just really work well as a unit together. Uh, Dre Smithberg, who will be an incoming junior for us, uh, Landon Worley. These guys are gonna these guys are gonna make an impact for us. And even some of the younger guys, uh, Sebastian Fatui, uh, some inc incoming freshmen, uh, Quinn Larson. These guys are. Um, these, these guys are exciting on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. You'll hear some of the same na same names uh, on both sides of the ball. So we're, we're excited about the heavies up front. Well, it sounds like a, a position of strength, and it might uh, lead well as we transition over into the defensive side of the ball. And I want to start right there with the de defensive line. Yeah, you'll hear some of the same names. Um, uh, and, and we'll, you know, I think that with the defensive line this year, I think because of the depth that at least we have coming into the season, 
Um, I think in the defensive side of the ball, we'll start to be able to kind of differentiate between interior and exterior. We haven't always had that flexibility. Um, Antonio Manning, again, uh, Dre Smithberg, uh, Brandon Brinkschroeder on the inside. You'll split uh, Logan Johnson. You may see somebody like Sam Wheaton put his hand on the ground. Bodie Hoskins put his hand on the ground if we do some more stand-up uh, kind of hybrid defensive end type work. But I think we're going to be really, really uh, quick and really physical on the inside this year of the defensive line, which will give us uh, give us some some flexibility to be a little more aggressive than we have been in years past. That sounds good. Uh, um, I, I just, everything everything starts there, you know. Everything starts. You, you there. You want to stop the run? It starts there. You want to run the yep. ball? It starts there. You want to throw the yep. ball? It starts there. Everything. That's yep. where. Uh, and I like that kind of high impact stuff. And it sounds like you guys are going to be ready there. And that's it's high uh, impact. And I think the other thing it does too is, you know, one of the things that we're really driving home in the off season and, and even in the first part of camp, especially on the defensive line is, you know, it starts there and it just gives us some freedom and flexibility and it gives us the ability to let the linebackers go do their job. And well, I think that's really kind of the focus on what we're doing this year. It's just exciting. Well, my, my sports director, Scotty Melvin, uh, he likes the, the – I'm a little bit on the lower end of uh, the intelligence stuff, and he's a little on the higher end. He kind of likes to watch those linebackers run around. He really sees that as, you know, the reacting to what's going on and the decisions yep. that they're making and the position that they're putting themselves into. He just He's just floored by linebacker play. So tell yep. Scotty about your linebacker. Yeah, we're we're excited about our linebacking core, and I think I think the reason we're so excited is because we're excited about the guys up front. So, you know, guys up front do their job. It really allows our linebacking core to do uh, to do what they need to do. Three real key guys for us uh, coming into the linebacker core: Luke Consall, uh Sam Wheaton, and uh, Bodie Hoskins. You know, those guys will kind of be the anchor for what we're doing in the linebacking core, at least what we've seen in camp. Now that can always change. Again, as I always put the asterisk on, once you put pads on, everything tends to be different. But that's what we're seeing coming out of camp. Sam uh, and Luke especially have um, a lot of experience coming off of last year. Uh, so that's nice to bring that experience in. Bodie played, uh, was more of a coverage guy for us last year. But Bodie has done a tremendous job of being in the weight room, uh, put the time and effort in, and, and that'll that'll pay dividends for him, uh, moving him from – from corner and safety into that, into the box, which we're excited about. Um, so uh, underneath, underneath those three, um, you've got some, some younger, younger guys that don't have as much experience. Uh, we're not really sure. Uh, the, the one guy, uh, Wyatt Johnson, I should, I should uh, also mention him. He'll play some linebacker for us and, and good tough kids. So again, we've got some, we've got some numbers. We've got some depth. Um, and we're we're excited about that. Well, let's talk about that last line of defense. The the guys that can help you turn the ball over a little bit, though. Uh, um, yeah. And can turn into linebackers in a situation where the uh, uh, yeah. things are getting past the linebackers. So, what do we got? How how what all overall talent and uh, skill players do you got for that backfield? Uh, yeah, we've got. Um, I'll break it down to kind of how we we've got our our corners, which which certainly are more our coverage guys. Um, you got Landon Noter, you got Aiden Cruder will, will almost likely anchor kind of that. And then you move back into the safety piece. Um, two really good guys uh, from a safety perspective in Casey Miller and Talon Bates. 
uh, again, at least coming out of camp, there's more uh, that we've certainly seen, but those are your upperclassmen that are going to have some experience and ability to make an impact. So that's a couple of big fellers back there. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of yeah. times it's not big guys that are trying to make that last block tackle, but you got a couple no. of horses back there that could do that. Oh yeah. You got some, you got some size. I think the, at the safety position, we really like, um, again, we like talent and we like Kaysen for their, uh, you know, they're maybe a little bit bigger. Uh, so they've got the ability to come downhill and make a play. Uh, but what we've seen in camp, especially those two, have really matured in their ability to track and, and ball hawk that, that football. And at a safety position, you certainly need the ability to do that against what we're going to see uh, in terms of competition this year and, and continuing to throw the ball. So we're, um, we're cautiously optimistic. Uh, I always like to say to people, this is my favorite time of year because uh, we look really good on the air and uh, we're undefeated. So we'll just see what we'll see what happens as we progress through uh, through practice and get to that first game. Well, uh, let's talk about your special teams. You know, uh, um, you know, in the, I watch football today and I see kids from around here kicking forty nine yard field goals uh, sure. to go into the halftime with no time left on the clock. You see punters that look like they need a, a light on there for low flying aircraft. I mean. They can put it on the dime. Now, uh, I don't know how old you are, but, you know, we didn't have kids that could kick when I was playing. So, uh, you got any, any – let's start with the kicker, but I want to hear about your return team, uh, uh, guys that can rush the quarterback when you're trying to punt, uh, or, yep. you know, rush the punter. Well, tell me all about your special teams and what do you got there? Well, we, we view special teams equally as important as we do offense or defense, so I'm glad you talk about it. Um, you know, we talk about it as the third leg of the stool. Um, we, we try to work in collaboration, uh, with our soccer team. We've had good luck with that in the past few years, uh, where we do get those kids, um, they can boot the football through two Hill certainly was, was a big impact player for us last year, won the, the Kia cup game for us on the last minute field goal. Um, we haven't, I definitely haven't identified one in terms of kicker yet. Um, that's something that we don't do as much of during camp. Most of camp is, is really offense defense. So we haven't identified a kicker yet, but we do have a good mix, uh, of special teams guys and special teams is a great place for us to put guys that maybe aren't, aren't getting as much time on offense or defense, but yet we want to get them experience in the speed and, and scope of a varsity football game. So, um, if you break it down the four special teams, um, you know, punt, punt return, I think in, on our punt team, uh, again, we haven't identified a kicker. We do have, a, 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 again, a good solid uh, up front. We'll have some outside zingers and and Bodie Hoskins and Talon Bates and Casey Miller to be able to get downfield and and not only get downfield to uh, you know, to the man, but actually be able to break down and make a play. We're excited about that punt punt uh, punt return. Um, same thing. We've got some guys up front that'll put some pressure on that front line. Uh, I could see us uh, getting a couple of blocks this year, uh, being creative in how we move guys around on our linebacking core. And then again, you've got Talon Bates, Bodie Hoskins, Casey Miller, Aiden Cruder, um, guys that we can put back to return punt and can be dangerous if the guys uh, do their job on punt return. Same names that you'll you'll hear punt punt return you hear and kick kick return. Um, and so we're you know again we put an emphasis on special teams no. Uh, no different in our world than offensive defense is the third leg of the stool. It's an important component to what we're doing and 
and we'll be ready to go when we uh, when we hit the lights that first Friday night. Well, uh, a, a team I talked a, a team I talked to uh, recently that reminds me of what you're going through here is the Washington Demons, where they graduated 12 seniors. You know, so yeah. they're yeah. they've got a lot to, uh, of things to replace and a lot of things. A lot of open competitions for this position and that position, and and you have the same. Now the state gives you exactly, I believe it's three weeks and four days, but the first, you, but you got to hand out uniforms and fit helmets and pads and all that stuff. That takes up about a day of that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so how do you do that on a time frame like that uh, uh, with the with the limited amount of time you got? I mean, how, I mean. Do, do you really need to be identifying who you're going to go with as quarterback a week into this? So you got no. no. Well, I mean, the answer is yes and no. I mean, yes, you'd love to be able to identify and, and make sure you know who that's going to be, but no, in terms of you don't need to make any quick decisions. I think um, you know when you have athletes on the field, and I think that's something that we're just very fortunate. You can move some pieces around, and and you can, you know, I'm a I'm a big believer that. Uh, you know, our entire coaching staff should have input. And so we'll, we'll get together this week after the first week of camp and, and we'll start to move the chess pieces around. I think you take that, that first week of helmets and pads uh, to, to kind of test your theories. And then it, as you come into that second week, you start to solidify where guys are going to play. Um, and, and we're, you know, we're fortunate that our program, no different than a lot of my colleagues, um, in the conferences we talk and and have a great deal of respect for each other and we have a lot of a lot of team guys and so it, it's easy to go to them and, and say hey we think the team is going to be more successful if you move from here to here and most of our guys are are uh you know the, the responses you know whatever whatever you need coach and so that makes it even easier as well to move the pieces around but you don't have to you don't have to be in a rush to make those decisions right out of the gate and you know i think our program is very fortunate too. We've got a great relationship with all of the other season coaches. So uh, wrestling, basketball, track, baseball. And so we're able to kind of track and watch these kids and work with these kids in the weight room, even in the off season. So um, we kind of have a pretty good feeling before we even hit first night of camp where everybody's going to fit out. So that makes a big difference as well. Uh, you got to practice up and get things ready. Uh, you yep. got like a scrimmage or anything uh, to test out some of your, your new players and new positions. Yeah, we're, we'll do meet the Trojans on uh, the 18th of August. And so that'll be kind of the first, that's an annual tradition that we do. Uh, Friday night, August 18th is the date this year. And that'll be it. We'll do an, we'll do a, a scrimmage of some sort. Um, I'm not sure who who's coming down. Usually it's uh Eddieville Blakesburg. I'm not sure they're coming back down this year. We have to work on that and solidify those plans. But it'll be a a light scrimmage where our guys will get a chance to pad pop with another team, and and uh, you know they get the introduction. It's the first opportunity for the community to really come out and see what they've been working on for a few weeks. So we're excited about that. And then of course the uh, first game for us will be um, Mount Pleasant on the 25th, which we're uh, we're excited about. Well, uh, Scotty Melvin and I have started a GoFundMe page to send to the uh, people who make the schedule out. Uh, uh, we're trying to raise the money to find a globe to send them uh, because of your schedule in particular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure that whoever made that schedule has ever seen a globe before, but it would be 
nice if they had, but uh, right. uh, I know you've got a whole bunch of uh, 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 you've got a pretty familiar uh, uh, list of the coaches I've talked to that are going to play you, uh, uh, Washington's and, and uh, I believe Mount Pleasant maybe. And yeah. Some, 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 so there's some, there's some familiar flavor to what you're doing and some of those, you know, it's kind of important for every high school football team to have a, a Mount Pleasant and a Washington or something like that come to town. So you can fill the cash register up a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes a big difference when you uh, when you have teams that you're used to playing. For us, it's, you know, Mount Pleasant, Fort Madison, Keokuk, Washington. Um, and, you know, this year we're we're seeing a lot of different faces. Uh, so we'll head to South Tama, Benton Community, uh, Williamsburg. Um, you know, we do have Grinnell and, and uh, Solon still in our, in our district, but – South Tama, Benton, and Williamsburg will be will be three brand new faces for us, and um, you know, quite a quite a quite a bus ride for us in, in instances. But it is what it is. We'll take it in stride, and and, uh, and and it's a good opportunity to see some new blood too. I mean, I think it is. It'll be nice to to see something we haven't seen in years past. The one the one good thing for Round Guy Radio is that you're going to be playing some teams that, uh, and we'll be talking about some teams. And we're going to start to gain some listeners in some of these new ones. And, and uh, uh, like Grinnell, you've already helped us gain a lot of listeners in Grinnell. You know, yep. uh, they, they have an unusual high amount. And, and some of the other teams that, that, that play up there. But uh, uh, that's, that's going to help us a little bit. But we got about eight minutes left. So could you maybe go over the schedule about a minute a game? Sure. So we got, um, you know, we start off on the 25th against at Mount Pleasant. Um, always a great, honestly, always a great opportunity to start off with a good rivalry game. Uh, our two teams go, go way back. Mount Pleasant has a new coach this year, so it'll be interesting to see, um, what we, yeah. what we face. High flying Johnny Bowling. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, so we're excited to, about that, uh, to go over to Mount Pleasant. Second week we go to Fort Madison. Um, coach Doherty, um, is a, is a dear friend of mine and, and uh, I tell him I, I like him 364 days of the year. There's only one day that I really don't like him. Uh, <laughs> and, that, and that happens to be uh, September 1st this year. So we'll head to Fort Madison. Uh, he's just got a really – he really has just done a phenomenal job with that program. He's always a, just a great competitor. And and um, and I have yet, I think – I'm pretty sure this is correct. I have yet uh, to beat him. Uh, as a head coach, so I'm hoping that this is maybe my year I can pull one out and uh, and finally finally get one on him. But we always love going to Fort Madison. Good physical football team, well coached, uh, and so that'll be week two. Week three, we have Washington at home. Again, I'd say same thing as I said against Mount Pleasant. I'd say just a great rivalry game. I've got a great deal of respect for for coach there and his staff. Um, that'll be a really good physical football game Two like-minded teams, uh, that, that have played way back. So we'll have them, uh, week three, week four, we'll have Keokuk here. Uh, last year, of course, um, uh, a game, a finish that, uh, was in the rain and a little bit sloppy. We pulled one out over at Keokuk. So we'll host them here this year. They've got, uh, a few guys returning quarterback, especially is coming back this year. So we'll need to make sure that we're prepared for them. They're, uh, they're always one to prepare for. And then week five, we hit district play. Uh, we start with South Tama. Um, 
will go to South Tama. Um, and then, uh, no, we'll have South, no, I'm sorry, we have Williamsburg uh, after Keokuk. So Williamsburg at home on the 29th. Sorry, I got my dates mixed up. Um, you know, Williamsburg, um, what can you say about Williamsburg? Um, powerful program have been uh, in years past. I believe they were 2A last year. Now they're 3A with the re reconferencing and redistricting. Um, and so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have our hands full hosting them. Uh, week six, we go to South Tama. Um, I, I wish I could say a lot about South Tama. You know, honestly, we just don't know much about them. Um, haven't played them at least since I've been around. Uh, so that'll be a new challenge for us to prepare for something that we haven't seen before. And then we have Solon at home. Um, Solon, always a good competitor. The coach does a great job up there uh, with, the, with his program. Um, and so we'll look forward to having them in town on the 13th of October. Uh, and then, excuse me, and then we head to, uh, and then we head to Grinnell. Uh, to finish out the season on the on the twentieth, so uh, a pretty a pretty dang good schedule. Um, you know, again, I think it's um, it's um, it'll be a challenge with some of the some of the teams we haven't seen, South Tama, Benton, and Williamsburg in particular. Uh, but we're we're excited about the challenge, and we think it's going to be a great season for us. We know the way you lay it out there. It sounds like a real exciting season. Uh, yeah, I, I really I like so. you know. I mean, it it's it's like you used to be, have to wait till the ha second half of the season for all those fun games, you know, the, <laughs> the the Washington games and the and the Fort Madison games was more like the game that you'd play at the end of the year to decide who yeah. was the champion, you know. Yeah. But uh, oh, I, uh, I like it. Big, I like it that it gets gets right off the bat with all that stuff. That's right. It's kind of like the Big Ten in uh, college football. You know, Big Ten you used to have to wait till all those great games at the end of the year and. And now, you know, you got these Big Ten games coming, right? Week one, week two. And well, and uh, we're excited about that from our perspective. Mount Pleasant, Fort Madison, Washington, Keokuk, that's that's four pretty good weeks of, of good historical rival football right out of the gate. So we're excited about it. Well, it does sound like a pretty great schedule. Well, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, um, you had some pretty talented players. I know Hunter Shakini uh, looked like a kid that was going to uh, play college ball. Uh, Tate Allen is a uh, – Super talented kid. He's going to move on. Your son, uh, I think, has uh, maybe had some opportunities to play. Did you get any kids, uh, 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 including Max, to get into college or get some offers or, or looks? Or were, were, were recruiters talking to you about your players? Yeah, we had we had guys that, you know, Hunter, you, you named the, the top three. Um, you know, we thought we really, we really had high aspirations for Hunter. And unfortunately, the injury just took him uh, into a different place. Tate's going to go, uh, to college. He's not playing ball, uh, and didn't have any offers that I, that I know of. And I'm sure I probably would have, uh, Max had, had some offers. Um, I think the, the one that he entertained probably the, the heaviest was, uh, university of Indiana. Um, and, and, but he decided to go, he's going to go to Iowa state. Um, I think whether or not he's going to play is is up in the air. We'll see if he gets an opportunity to do that once he gets on campus. Um, he really wants to be an orthopedic surgeon, so uh, you know we're just proud of him uh, for for making the decision to to put school just uh, just a high priority as as playing football. So he he may get the opportunity to do that. If he does, we'll certainly support the heck out of him. But um, you know we'll just see where the chips fall on that. 
Well, there was a time down the stretch last year uh, uh, where he seemed to, to just take the Trojans on his back and just elevate their play and let them deep into the playoffs and and just got took out some real big schools. And, and uh, I got to be in the gym and watch him for several of that. But uh, uh, I did get to interview him once uh, during a, a golf tournament that he finished pretty good. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, not, he's a, he's a, a fine young man. Either. And uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about his golf game there. Yeah, his golf game. I don't like to talk about his golf game because it's a heck of a lot better than mine. So, uh, yeah, I mean, his, his, he's, a, he's a great – he loves the game. I think that's probably the most important thing. He loves the sport. He loves to play it. Uh, spends a lot of time on the golf course, and I think that's probably why his game has gotten so so much better over the years. He, he pays a lot of attention to it, and in that sport, you you have to play, you have to practice in order to get better, and so he's he's done that. So um, I'm sure he will continue to to whip me around the golf course when we get a chance to go out and play. But uh, it, it was fun to watch him uh, in that sport as well. Well, you're going to be leading uh, all the young men from Fairfield, Iowa, and uh, Jefferson County there. Uh, including the ones that go to Pekin <laughs> into battle yeah. this year. Uh, um, it looks like you, you're full of enthusiasm. You got some. You've got a lot of games you could win. I mean, I'm not seeing a lot of games on there where I don't see you have any chance to win. You know, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm not making any predictions until I see some of these players on on the field. You know, I mean, do you feel like you got good depth? I mean, that seems to be. Uh, one factor we're we're using to kind of wheat the, the wheat from the shaft here. Do you have do you feel deep? Yeah. I, I say we feel I say we feel comfortable with our depth right now. Uh but I, I wouldn't say that we're we're extremely comfortable with it. I think we we've got what we need, but as the case in, in any year, I mean one or two guys goes down like Hunter Chikini did last year and it really it really screws some things up. But for right now we feel we feel pretty good about our depth. Yeah, it was that was a big blow. He was really uh, was. top-notch athlete, that kid. And, yeah, and he was he fast, was. and he was helping me on the offense. He's helping me on the defense. And yep. a kid like Ty Egley up there uh, in Waco, same thing. You know, he got hurt and yep. kind of missed out on most of his senior year. And yep. uh, But then let's, let me ask you a little bit about your replacing a Max Wheaton or Waco's replacing the Simeon Reichenbach or – uh, uh, Sigourney Kyoto's got to replace it. Uh, uh, Jack Callahan, you know, got makes 15 tackles a game. You know, uh, you know, you can't expect the next guy to do what the other guy did, but you got to find some way to work with what that kid has and, and the next kid has and try to maybe you get some of the receiving yards from this guy and some of the blocking back from this guy. But, but what does it take to kind of replace a big man in the middle like that? Well, I mean, you know, the, the it's hard. I mean, whether it's whether it's Max or uh, Tristan Waugh or I mean, every year there's you know a Drew Martin. Um, we've we've had some spectacular players come through our program over the last several years. You know, I think it, it, there's a couple components. You look for the guy to replace uh, that type of of talent or that type of productivity on the field. But I think where any of those guys have really played. A, a bigger role is what we call locker room leadership. Uh, it's the off the field example and off the field expectations that those guys set. And I would say this incoming senior class, uh, we we don't have one guy necessarily that quote unquote replaces that position. We've got a really good core group of, of guys in our senior class this year. 
um, who are really, really tight, have a great chemistry with one another. Um, and so it, 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 we won't replace one for one. I feel like we're replacing uh, 11 for 11 and we're excited about that. I think the, the attitude and, and what we're seeing out of that locker room leadership will carry over onto, onto what happens on the field. So we're excited about that. Well, Coach, uh, it's been a while since I talked to you, but uh, uh, you reminded me how much I enjoy talking to you. So uh, <laughs> I enjoy talking to you we'll, too. We'll make it make it not be so long. I'm, I'm going to try to get a hold of you again closer to the season, so we can talk about some of that. You know, who's going to be playing linebacker and quarterback, that, and and yep. wideouts and all the things that we'll know a little bit more about. But sure, thank you for being with us. Is there anything that we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? Any events? I don't think so. I, I think we're. I think we're good. I appreciate you uh, reaching out. I appreciate what you're doing for the for the sport. And uh, and yeah, let's let's touch base closer to the season as we as we iron some things out. We'll we'll be excited to talk to you about that. Well, I know your listeners are going to be your fans are going to be so excited to hear from you and all these other coaches uh, uh, that are calling in. And uh, we're trying to get it set up. We're going to do it's our third year of covering it, but I think we're going to be uh, far and away by the best. Uh, that we've ever done. And thanks a lot for being with us, Coach. I think it's great. I appreciate the time. We'll look forward to talking to you in a few weeks.